0: Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by Points Bet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. Cubs players arriving today, Friday, in Mesa at Sloan Park. And hopefully Jed and Carter are out there working the phones, making some deals so we have something to talk about during the podcast uh, live, We're looking for pieces of that puzzle. The whole crew's here. We got the, the big four. Ready to line up and slug it, Ryan Herrera, Ryan underscore A underscore Herrera, heading to Arizona after this. Yep, yep. Cody Delmendo. Cody underscore CHGO, and batting cleanup, Corey Friedman, Corey underscore Cubs. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer, at Luke Stuckmeyer. So we do have some news to get to. No, it's not a signing for the Cubs of a player. It's an extension for David Ross, which I think most people did think was coming at some point in this offseason, mm-hmm. they've extended him through 2024 club option, 2025. If you had to sum up these first couple seasons with David Ross, strange would be the one word for strange. me. It's just, can you imagine a manager that's had a stranger beginning to his career as a major league manager?
1: I'd say kind of unlucky too. Yeah, would be one. I, was, I mean, he'd had. he had the 2020 season those 60 games, you know, affected by covid, no fans in the stands. I even
2: I'd even say this, he's been unfairly criticized as well. That too. I mean um because you his first season was the 2020 season, right? And yep. all things considered, I thought he did pretty well in that. You go to you know, made the playoffs and you, the Cubs were the only team that didn't have any covid mm-hmm. uh, positive tests that season. And then coming into this year, you know, we all kind of knew it was or not this year, but last season you kind of knew what was going to happen with everything with the with Bryant Rizzo buys in them. I thought, oh, basically overall, I thought he he's done okay. I think he, this is the good move for the Cubs. Yeah,
1: the, I think the only like you said unfairly criticized. I think the only thing, I, as far as like he hadn't, hasn't really gotten the fair shake because of, like the sell off and because of the COVID year. But how do you let your team lose eleven games in a row that leads to that sell off? That's maybe one of the things you like. David Ross, like, can he do it? Like, can he be the manager that can lead the Cubs to the World Series?
2: Fair point. Yeah,
1: so we'll see. But I, th- I think that's the only part where you're like, I don't know for sure. But the rest is like, he hasn't really got the chance. I think it's it's hard to have a strong,
3: sure opinion of him as like a tactician. Yeah. Right? There's some stuff I, I haven't loved. Some stuff I think he does a good job of. But I think that's the, the main point is that, you know, he started his professional coaching career with the COVID season and so he really has not had a normal season and like this is sort of also not going to be normal but once it starts it
0: should be more normal I think we can start to judge him maybe more fairly going into this year I mean that's just a difficult situation to go into to have to figure out how you're going to work COVID and no fans is your first season as a manager while you're trying to figure out what's on your roster and then to go through last year by the way I do want to apologize joey has uh, gotten on the chat over here our producer he's not producing today's show and he says the <laughs> whole crew question mark joey we miss you today we're also missing oh, we got lawrence running we're the also show. missing brendan brendan, brendan is supposed,
1: yep supposed to uh, join the show uh hopefully we can have him here soon I'm but subbing in yeah you guys Corey, are stuck with me again. Corey's cory's subbing in but you know hopefully we can get brendan on the show soon so you know everyone that that's gotten to meet us so far can meet him as well
0: Darius says, my guys, go Cubs. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think – I wouldn't have been upset if they didn't extend David Ross, but I, I just think it was expected at this point. And to have a team option in 2025, it seems totally guess, fair on both sides. I guess his contract
2: was up after the end of this year, so I guess it's kind of nice to get it out of the way so we don't have to talk about it for a full year like they did in the lame duck season for Joe Madden. Obviously, situation much different. Um, you talked about, you know, he hasn't – had we haven't had a chance to really, I guess, see what what kind of manager he is. I will say that I think he at least manages a bullpen a way that Joe Madden doesn't that I support. You, like you
0: like his bullpen management, yeah.
2: Because I feel like one of the biggest criticisms that Madden got was the way he managed a bullpen. I think for the most part, I feel like David Ross has done pretty well at that. So, I think they're I'm okay they're, with yeah. I, I, I
3: agree with that. He he and Joe are not I, I don't think that David Ross would have run Steve Seashack into the <laughs> ground the same way. The the only thing yeah. if we are looking at and now Ross has been open about this, that he still needs to learn and that he's he's open to you know, he knows he's a work in progress, right? So I appreciate that. His first managing job. Yeah. Last year though, there were definitely times you kind of look at twenty twenty one in two parts, right? There was the competitive part and then the obviously very much not so competitive part there there felt like there was a lack of urgency in the way he managed a lot in that first part um a lot of like getaway day lineups when you could have gone for a sweep a lot of bringing in and I know you wanted to get younger guys in the bullpen opportunities and stuff like that but there felt like there were a lot of times where I wanted more of a like dude go win the game you know you're in first place or you're competing in a division right now pre-sell-off like go win the game, you know? And even like, I I know he didn't build the rotation and there weren't that many great options, but we always look at that, uh, the blown lead in Milwaukee with Jake Arrieta as kind of like, this is where the wheels really fell off. This cemented the sell off. We all knew Jake was going to blow that lead and Ross (laughs) waited until he did it to take him out. And that's like one of those spots where it's like, that's something when we go into this year, we'll see what their competitiveness is, but I'd like to see some improvement on that. There was a certain guy playing second base a lot in the first half last year (laughs) that raised a lot of questions. Like, David, you're running out of sub-replacement level player at second base on an almost daily basis. What's going on? Like, you're a first-place team,
0: you know? I want to defend Joe Madden and David Ross and just say, respect your elders, kids. Uh Respect (laughs) your elders. (laughs) Right, grandparents again. are to be respected. <laughs> well, right, I'm
3: getting – I, I, you know, you're at the age, but I'm getting to the age now where, like, a lot of the players coming in are starting to be younger than me. Oh, no. I'm seeing no. juniors of of players that yes. I was watching when I was growing yeah. up. So, at some point, somebody's going to be managing the Cubs that's younger than me. Tommy Hattavy, I think, yeah. is, like – Pushing it a little bit.
2: I so, thought you
0: looked a little slower walking in today.
3: I didn't want to
2: say <laughs> yeah, anything, but right. I thought he's got a little hitch there. And I didn't mean to put Joe Madden down. I, obviously, Joe Madden's the manager for the team that won the World Series yeah. and brought so much success and changed the entire culture or helped change the entire culture. I just think at the end, I think majority of the fan base was ready for him to move on because we just knew what he was going to do every day with the different lineups and you know, like I said, the bullpen. You mentioned Steve Shishak, like, he was really good, but at the end of the year, he was always, like, trending down because Joe Madden used him way too much, and so with David Ross, at this point, like, the few things he mentioned that we can criticize, yeah, like, you need to get better at that, you also wonder, like, if the front office told him, you know, sure, like, absolutely. do this or that, because yeah, he doesn't build
3: the roster, right, mm-hmm. because
2: we're at, you know, at those points, maybe they were thinking, maybe this thing just isn't going to ride out, and, you know, fans don't have to like that. They don't have to support right. that, like, to purposely lose, I guess, in a way. But, you know, I, I don't think, like, when he signed after Madden was fired, a lot of people thought he was going to come in and be, like, a yes man and, like, basically listen to whatever the front office says. I don't, I don't think that's really been the case. I feel like he's really made an impact in the clubhouse and, and has made, like, in big games that when we felt like they were in it, made moves that, like, you could look back and be like, well, if he doesn't make that, I don't know if the Cubs wins. So, yeah, I mean, again, I, there's still a lot to prove. But overall, I, I think he's deserving of this extension for a few more years.
1: We got, uh, we got a chat uh, from Rachel. That's She's, what I was
2: just going to say. It's, wonder, this
1: is a good one. I wonder if it'll help when he's managing less of his friends. No judgment. It must be a weird position to be in sometimes. Did
0: you ever think it was a problem? No. no. Did you notice? No. I, so, so, I mean, we don't know what's going on behind Uh closed doors but did you ever feel like it was a problem no and that's good I
3: I, you know obviously I understand why that came up when he got hired I mean he won a world series with these players but when you read enough of the quotes especially from guys like Lester where they were like look (laughs) this isn't going to be an issue like he's here to win he's here to do his job Mm -hmm. and I you know I don't think so I mean he he took some players out sat him down um I know, you know, people were like a little – they wondered, you know, Rizzo didn't get that treatment when he got – I think he got picked off or yeah. missed a base, but Wilson did get that treatment. So, you know, some of that stuff has to work itself out. But there was never an instance where I was like, oh, he's babying this guy because yeah. he right. hangs out with him. I, I didn't feel that I wonder if
0: he'll enjoy it more, not managing his friends, just a, whole, a crop of new young players and getting a fresh start. I mean, yeah. it had to be slightly awkward, even though he was – one of the key leaders on the championship team and clearly was a guy who would have done that to a lot of those guys anyway if they weren't giving 100% or whatever the problem might have been. But I just wonder if, he would, if he's going to enjoy it more. I think that's an interesting question to ask him uh, if you he, if he get the opportunity yeah, right. here at spring training.
3: Hey. I, th- I, think you know? it's, I think whether he was able – I think he handled it well, but I'm sure it's easier and just better for him, like, clean slate. I'm, yeah. I'm coaching these guys. I don't have too much of a past – relationship.
0: All right let's let's go on to what a lot of people on the chat are also wondering and you know people talking about free agency because we've seen Buster Olney is one of the guys that's tweeted it's fast and furious there's all these deals on the table we've seen at least one go down today but we're waiting for the Cubs to get involved in this and you we mentioned yesterday we figure it's going to be less than 10 days before a lot of these guys are gone because they're going to have to start to build these – with only three and a half weeks of spring training, you've got to build your roster pretty quickly. So if it's a trade going on or signing a free agent, uh, John Morosi of MLB Network had the tweet that got us really going a little mm-hmm. bit, gave us yeah, the feels. Cubs bring among it. the favorites to sign Carlos Correa and that they had talked about it beforehand. So, you know, if we had an alarm going off, I would say that sets off an alarm. You know, like that—that that is exciting news if you're a Cubs fan to hear someone – as respected as John Morosi say yeah. they're in this mix. Because there's reporters out there. I- I'm not naming any names. I'll just <laughs> tell you, John Morosi is a guy you can trust. Yeah. That is a name you can trust. And if he tells you they're in the mix, mm-hmm. they're in the mix somehow. They may not be the favorites, but they're in the mix. Buster
2: Olney, I believe, said the same thing.
0: Yeah.
3: So, it's, it's, there's it's some crum- smoke. Yeah. But I, you know that Scotty Pippen gif from when Jordan was playing baseball and he points at the logo on <laughs> yes, his shoe? Yes, yes and right. he does this right. that's me in Correa. come on bring it strowman wants that's him That's you and strowman I want right yeah. yeah strowman's been strowman's yeah. recruiting hard yeah. what I do you think, think
0: about that we were saying yesterday we feel like he, you feel like he knows something yeah. you don't you don't put yourself out there just recruiting some guy publicly if you think there's no chance that your team's going to do it it,
3: it would it, it would seem to indicate that he was led maybe not led to believe they're going to go spend you know right hundreds of million dollars this offseason blow past the luxury tax but he's definitely tweeting like someone who's expecting to be joined by yeah. some other solid players or as we were discussing before he's going to be sorely disappointed if that if that's not the case because
1: he's he's active out there yeah, he well, wants said, him you said stroman probably knows something he probably I mean, we don't get to talk to Carlos Correa every day. Marcus Stroman—it's like a, you know—the players are like a fraternity. Sure, he, he could have talked. He, to him. he went out, you know, talked to Correa, and the uh, there's no tampering when it's player on players. It was like right. Stroman's probably like texting Correa all offseason, like, "Hey, what do you, you know? What do you think? And man, Wrigley Field be a cool place to play. I know Correa's said, uh, you know, during the playoffs last year, uh, Gordon Wittenmeyer's, like, you know, we interviewed him, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah you know, I, you know, I'd loved, I loved Wrigley Field when he had that workout there right. back in about 2012. Yeah, so he. He, he he enjoys playing it well, he hasn't played at Wrigley Field since he came up, but he he likes Wrigley Field. You got Strowman out there probably, you know, talking his ear off every day. You never know.
0: And I'm not saying this conversation happened. I just know that that this type of conversation does happen. It's it's possible that Strowman would have gone before he even signed and said to Correa, They've told me they're gonna sign another big player, an everyday player. Would you be interested? You know, sometimes just that conversation like yeah, dude, let's team up. I'll make it happen when you make it happen. I'm not saying that's gone down, but that type of thing does happen. Well, and
3: just given how outspoken and active Marcus has been on social media, right. I would be curious to see what happens if the Cubs don't do anything because he's certainly making it known that he wants, what do you say, like, come on, Carlos, like, we got to mm-hmm. get Wrigley Field rocking. Like, it mm-hmm. would be interesting if they sit another off season out and then Marcus is like, oh, well, yeah. that didn't work. <laughs>
2: it would I mean, first off, I love the fact that Marcus Stroman is on social media and just, like, basically recruit me because I felt like you never got that from any of the other players right. and, from the last era. And I feel like a lot of that, honestly, it's good for the game because, like, you see that a lot in the NBA and even the NFL, I feel like. You know, I've never really seen a lot of that with baseball. I feel like it's – like, Marcus Stroman is a great, like – ambassador for creating new fans and stuff like that just with something like that right yeah it, it doesn't like it might not scream it or say it but yeah. like for us to talk about it kind of lets you it might help other fans realize just how much he's helping the game itself by you know just having a relationship with Carlos Correa and clearly he's a big name out there I mean I uh I I, I genuinely hope that it there's something there uh I'm indifferent about Korea in general about coming to the Cubs, but if it happens, I'll be happy about it. If it doesn't happen, I'll probably be okay as well. Well I think so. your point
3: when I when I think when I was here last on Wednesday is kind of how I'm looking at this. like where you were saying i I, I don't care so much about Korea, but the money's there make the team better. And I think right. that's kind of where I am. like, I, I'm shooting for the moon. Like, I want Correa. Like, let's let's just build this <laughs> next era. Let's go. Uh-huh. You need a shortstop. He's great. Um, but at the bare minimum, like, spend some money, make this team more interesting. Make it right. more competitive. Build toward what Jed said they were going to try to do. Like, we're not going all in, but we should be able to make the team competitive. So, like, that's the baseline. Just don't do nothing. Don't, right. like, yeah. ma- let's not go into April 7th being able to completely write this team off, right? right like okay. no chance, that there's
0: no way. All right, let's take the hype then to the next level. I, I do see that uh, Paul is down there saying, okay, Nico, Correa, Madrigal, who plays where? I don't care. Correa plays short, and the other two guys play somewhere else. Yeah. I, I will say this. If you had to pick one of these two things happening financially, if you're Jed Hoyer and you know what your money per string is at, if you had to take, you had an option of re-signing and extending Wilson Contreras to a long-term deal, or adding Carlos Correa in free agency, and then you have to trade Wilson Contreras because mm-hmm. you're financially a little, saying you're a little strapped, or being told you're a little strapped. Which would you do?
1: It's very interesting. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass for now, and like <laughs> you know, I, start, I, I can
4: go first
3: because yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty ready for that. I'm, yeah. I'm signing Carlos Correa.
0: You, if it. Wow. If yep. it meant getting Correa, you would be. If, if if that was the choice, you get Correa, but now you're going to have to trade Wilson Contreras. You'd I, be cool with
3: that. I would be very disappointed in like the ownership situation Correct. if that were the choice, because Correct. you should just do both, right? Wilson right. should get an extension. As long as
0: it's their money, sure. If yeah, if I'm if, you know, well, I'm a season ticket. Owner. Yeah, I'm oh contributing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like <Yeah>. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a voting member. Oh, no, we the board. saw your tickets. You got your opening day I'm tickets ready. already. Go. Yeah,
3: and I want to see Carlos Correa there you know, behind Kyle mm-hmm. Hendricks. But I think, like, he's he's just one of those talents that even though he's going to command a longer-term deal, he's going to be worth it to this team. You have to bridge that gap till Christian Hernandez, Ed Howard, Reggie Preciado. Like, that's, that's years down the road here, and you have to bridge that gap. And I, I like Nico, but I think at the moment, we know he can be a plus defender at second base. We don't really know that at shortstop. And I think you know, probably closer to... Average, you know, a little above average. Correa just an elite talent, and you, you need—I think—you need that group. Um catcher's a tough position to fill, but
0: I'm—it's a real tough position. I'm, to I'm fill. A, so shortstop,
3: you know. That's so true. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm. Although I'm there, it happy appears
0: there are more in the Cubs system further down the line than there are catchers. Sure.
3: Yeah, Miguel Amaya having the the that arm work. injury really hurt because I think you were kind of. Eric. And, like, where he was timeline-wise, I think, would have made this question a lot easier seamless, to answer. More seamless of a yeah. transition.
2: Yeah. You, you're you making a lot of points, and I think you might have <laughs> flipped me. Because I Because I, I think that I – before <laughs> you spoke, I was like, I'd probably uh, just keep Wilson and, you know, go for a guy like Trevor Story. But, oh uh, man, you, you're exactly right about everything about Correa and – I guess it would suck to see Wilson leave. It just is like for forever I felt like we were looking to have like a, a catcher to be behind That's right, behind home base for like a decade or two, similar to like Yachty has been down in St. Louis. And like I just have always viewed Wilson to be that guy for the Cubs for until I'm in like my 40s or some shit. Did, and didn't
0: we just do a fantasy draft where he was? <laughs> number one. Number, Number one, one because he's the best catcher the he, Cubs have he had. He
3: should be that guy in this in my scenario where, you know, scenario, pinching pennies yeah. a little bit to make one decision yeah. over the other. But I, I do want to clarify, I love Wilson Contreras. Right. They right. You would prefer they both yes. are there, but yes. if you were forced yes. to do
0: forced. one of the two things, I'm, yeah. I'm you, going, would, I'm you going would be willing Carlos, to
3: sacrifice. Carlos Correa was almost a six-win, you know, war player last year, like... There's not many of those. Yeah, so I'm just um, going to argue the other it. side for the sure.
1: sake of arguing. I guess I'll do my, you know, my, <laughs> I like my, my I first like take, that. Stephen A. Smith kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Wilson Contreras at this point, especially with the sell off last year, Wilson Contreras is is like the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. He's the emotional leader, the, the leader of the clubhouse. He's the soul of the team. He's like you guys said, the best catcher that any of us have probably seen in our lifetimes on the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't get many guys. That he's improved tremendously on defense he's one of the best hitting catchers in the in the majors. You don't get that mix of, of catcher throughout the league ever. Nope. You, you don't really don't get that that you'd have a really good hitting catcher who's kind of iffy on defense or you get the other way around. But Contreras has gotten to a point where he's a good mix of both. And I don't think you especially with he's up, you know, he's a cub been a cub the whole time. He's the last of like the 2016 World Series guys and he's a guy you could still build the team around cuz he's relatively young enough, but you know whatever. Um I just don't think you get rid of that to go after a guy who's going to command a large part of the set of, of the luxury tax or the, the, the CBT, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and you could go out and you can get a guy, like you mentioned, Trevor story He's going to come with less years. He's going to be cheaper. And you're, you know, you're not committing 10 years to him when, when these, both those guys hit 37, the same year, who knows what kind of player they are in 10 years, 10 year contracts don't generally work out that much. So, um, Not at the end for sure. Yeah, Not And the then video. with the money you save on that, obviously you're going to pay story a little more up front. You're going to get Contreras <laughs> his, his extension, but then you're going to go out and be able to fill, plug in a few other positions around the field. Uh, the pitching staff starters, bullpen, and whatever you do with that money you save. So, I, I love
0: uh, Joey's Devil's comment. Advocate. I, I like
1: that. I,
3: I think it's totally fair on on both sides. I, and I sure think, we're not saying
0: yeah. this is actually the position the Cubs yeah. are necessarily in. They're it not making be. this, but like it yeah, could be. It really could be. It yeah. could be. And and for me, I'll I'll take the Devil's Advocate side too. I I think Carlos Correa is a great player, and I'd be very happy if he was on the Cubs. Whatever it took to get him, but the emotional part of me as a Cubs fan says, I've got to have a key piece of that championship team that moves forward with the next group. Somebody has to be there, and Rizzo's gone, Bryant's gone, Javi's gone, they're, they're gone, like Schwarber's gone. Um, I need somebody, and he's that emotional cheerleader. He's, he's the guy who will hit a home run and talk trash going down to first base that gets Wrigley he's Field fired, fired up. He's the
2: guy you go to war for. Yeah. He is,
0: and he's, and he's our guy. Yeah, You know, we're not talking about a guy that's not our guy that was associated with something. I'd forgive him for all of it if he put on a Cubs uniform. Yeah, But I want to go to bat for our guy because he's like the last man standing from the most magical group the Cubs have ever had.
1: Joey called me Ryan A. Smith, so I'm going to have to do my best impression of that. (laughs) You cannot trade Wilson (laughs) Contreras. He's a warrior. (laughs) He is a warrior. He is the emotional leader. You get rid of Wilson Contreras, you might as well get rid of the Cubs. Because he is a cub, he should be a cub for life. That's all I'm gonna say about that.
0: There's our new segment, Ryan uh, A. Smith. They,
2: they, <laughs> Ryan a. Smith.
3: they ripped my heart out on July thirty first last year. Yeah. So my you emotional connection out, to 2016 is always there. But I'm, you know, they've they've already hurt me too much. They yeah. they can't they can't do it anymore. You know.
0: Cody likes to be hurt. He said he he, he always looks for. I to love that champ- to get up to be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's the thing. Like he's ready like, to be hurt again, but when it yes. happens, it's. Do you yeah, want to quickly
0: hurts. address what what um, Paul was saying? Like, where would you play, guys? Obviously, Correa is your shortstop. What would you do with Madrigal and Horner? Yeah,
3: if, if, I th- I think it sort of depends on whether you're bringing anybody else specifically to DH. You know, we've talked about chorbs and and guys like that, or if you're bringing Rizzo back and moving Frank there. But I, I think you know Nico sort of becomes Ben zobris light. You can put him pretty much anywhere. They've tried him in the outfield. He's taken a lot of reps all over the field. I know he was doing that the other day in the PA camp. And you know you just you just move stuff around. I think that's a problem for Nico. Looked Jack
0: by the way. Yeah. Saw the yeah, photos of yeah, him arriving different. at camp. It was yeah. like yeah.
3: he's built. He said he was hitting bombs <laughs> yeah. yesterday mm-hmm. too. So if he if he adds a little more life, power
0: yeah. <laughs> to his plus fielding at second base. Maybe you have something that you really, really, you know, like that changes the game a little bit if Nico comes out and all of a sudden is a power-hitting second baseman who plays plus defense in the I'd like that. And then Madrigal, you can be the guy that moves around too,
2: a little bit. Madrigal is interesting because we just don't really know exactly what he is, but I feel like you can say the same thing about Nico because, remember, Nico got called up. Yep. into 2019 in an emergency situation right. because Javi got hurt. Right. Wouldn't have been brought up right. later. And then that. 2020, probably like because of COVID and how things happened, they put him on the roster. But in, in my opinion, at least I don't think he would have started the year with the Cubs. If it would have been regular, I feel like they would have put him back in the minors in 2020. And then if he made his way up, maybe get called back up later. And then last year I felt like he really, he had, he had a lot of really nice stretches and, you know, had some moments. So he's coming in looking like this, maybe adding some more power, maybe hit the gaps a little bit more to go with that plus-plus defense. I mean, yeah, I'd love to see him at second base. He was great defensively over there. I do hope
3: we see that, though, because that's been sort of the thing with him. And, you know, Madrigal is a heavy contact guy. Both of them not expected to bring power, but that was the thing with Nico last year is that, like, just the slug wasn't really there. Right. Right. And, you know, at some point you do want to see that. Yeah. Right, he, but contact still, it, is good, It obviously still could
2: happen. You'd like him yeah. to be able to hit ten to fifteen of them a year. Like that's like an infield, like your second baseman could, that can do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's solid. You can you can be okay with that. I mean, there's only so many hobby biases out there. Right,
0: right, right. You know right, what right. I mean, yeah.
1: so If I if I was, if I had to bet money on it, I'd say. Magical. You mentioned betting. Yeah, betting. I'm saying magical is number is second base, and Nico's just going all over the place. If Correa is a Cub when the regular season yeah. starts.
0: Uh, Cody, that, uh, seems like a beautiful segue into, um, our proud sponsor. Oh, if you're gotcha.
2: betting and MLB futures are bad, you can bet the Cubs to win the world series at plus 10,000. We talked mm. about it on the bet show today. Uh, not saying it's going to happen, but if you get want to, before they sprinkle, sign Correa. Yeah. Get it before they sign Correa, a little sprinkle, a little five bucks and you got your next month's sprinkle. rent on, you know, on the Chicago Cubs. Um, but in the best way you can place that bet is that points bet which uh, is the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free, a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker room. Hashtag dope merch. If you have any questions, Email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you remember that. Pointsbet is your home for live in game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature live NBA same game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same game parlay only with Pointsbet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You, you can even boost your live same game parlays. And now, online signups are available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Luke did it the other day. I I helped him place a bet today as well. Today
0: today is my first ever legal bet.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah. This is it tonight. This is the one. We're riding Michigan State plus three, baby. And if they lose... There's gonna be a problem
1: around here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get mine in before I head down. Yeah. Oh my god. He told me this is a lo-
2: this is his lock this of the night. So- Michigan State plus three. Um, so anyway, signing up with the fastest sportsbook is now easier than ever. You can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life. With points bet, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
0: Okay, USA Today put out their list of top 30 free agents that were out there. A couple of them have come off the list now, but their top five were Correa, Trevor Story, Freddie Freeman, Nick Castellanos, and Chris Bryant. So, first of all, I'm a little surprised that Castellanos is ahead of Bryant. And I think the fun (laughs) thing is, and a lot of people have expected this, the rumor is that Bryce Harper is trying to recruit Bryant to join him in Philly, the buddies playing together for Joe Girardi in Philadelphia. That'd be kind of cool if that's where he ends up. Here's what I say about a a long list of guys. As long as they don't end up with the Cardinals. Don't don't ever show me – Lester was hard for you to see in a Cardinals uniform, I would imagine. It was. Yeah. Can you it imagine Chris, what
2: Chris Bryant would be like? Very <laughs> I, difficult.
3: I, I yeah. would prefer not to think about it.
2: Yeah, I'd agree. rather not think about it either. Not yeah. near dinner time, huh? No. no. But I don't think he's going to go to St. Louis. They they don't like him down there. Are you surprised I mean, that Bryant hmm. is lower than
0: Castellanos? and even well Freeman should be higher than yeah. yeah. Right? That's yeah. also sli- I yeah. think I
1: think they got Correa placed right at yeah. number one. I think he's a number even though he's going to command the most money in most years probably. He's the number one free agent on the market. Jed's writing
3: that check right now. <laughs> I feel it. He's just yeah, did it. Pulling it out. And uh, house <laughs> is on the market. ready is ready. Yeah, to go. Correa's <laughs> house
1: is on the market. I have a spare bedroom uh, at my house. Just you know, just throwing that out there has nothing to do with Carlos Correa, but and we got room um, here. That we as do have we mentioned, room. we get
3: plenty of space. We'll make it work. just Why's like loop? just like Nico Madrigal Correa. Where are they playing? We'll find somewhere for Carlos Correa to live in Chicago. Um, we Got it.
1: Yeah, I think Chris Bryant should be ahead of Nick Castellanos just for his versatility as a defender. I think any team wants a guy that can play five different, four or five different positions for them. Versus Castellanos is probably best served as a DH at this point in his career. If he has to play right field, he can. But I think he'd much rather just be big stick Nick with a bat in his hands and that's it. So I I'd, I'd probably move Bryant above him. But I, I think the top five is fine. It's just where they're placed. Maybe is not how I would do it. But
0: right. Well, but this is important. Joey is chiming in, even though he's not at work today. He's saying. Pack sunscreen. He wants to make sure you're okay. You 50-plus. Know. Oh, okay. oh. wants to make sure you've got that. And then uh, Mark Joyce is saying St. Louis is boring. Shout-out so obvious shirts. That, yeah, shout-out.
2: That is a good obvious shirt. It Saint is Louis one is of my boring. favorites. Yeah. And it's
0: one of the better Cubs quotes over mm-hmm. the last, like, 10 years. It was it's so, a good one.
2: It was so taken out of context. Right. It was. It, so, was. So it, was oh, yeah, yeah, it was. So harmless. Oh, yeah, completely. And it was so great how St. Louis fans just, just – that oh, Yadier Molina was so, Molina was and, and, so and, offended by he it. That quote lived in their heads – Still, it still does. He's going to
3: get booed there the rest of his career, yeah. not because he was real. He won a World Series and an MVP as a Chicago yeah, Cub, but because he, in a lighthearted, wasn't it like a kids?
2: panel a Cubs at convention. CubsCon? It was at yeah. the Cubs yeah. convention with Ryan Dempster. Even if, like, he, wasn't was he, jo- even if he
0: wasn't joking, to- it is boring. <laughs>
4: <laughs> St. Louis. We will clearly I, say it's yeah, boring. Yeah, I spend time in St. That. Louis <laughs> yeah. with several
0: teams in town, and whenever you're there, like, well, what do I do? Walk to the Arch. 10 o'clock you're like is anything open yep. no the answer is no i went, I went and, to
1: school in missouri i have plenty of st louis friends let me tell you and
0: it's, is st louis boring
1: yes <laughs>
0: yeah. so we're just, you know this is just factual stuff chris bryant yeah. was actually joking about it i am not it is a boring place that's okay We can all agree on that um, anything definitely. we'll ever be able to agree on so let's look at let's zoom out a little bit instead of that list of top five and look at some position players that are free agents, all right? Correa, Story, Freeman. Michael Conforto was on that list of top 30. You got Rizzo, Bryant, Schwarber, Soler, Jock Peterson, Nick Castellanos, um, Eddie Rosario. Let's say the Correa thing doesn't happen. What's the next best mixture mixture in there, or is there something they could do that's cost effective that you'd actually like that move if they did it? Is there, In that group, is there somebody that really – I mean, we've talked about the former Cubs a lot. We think, mm-hmm. you know, Schwarber yeah. would be a good fit. Rizzo coming back and playing first base would be a good fit. Um, I know Nick Castellanos, all of them. But what about some of the other guys, whether it's Rosario, Conforto?
2: Conforto, Conforto would be nice. I mean, I know the White Sox are huge on him, but, uh, you know, another left-handed bat. I don't know. He definitely doesn't have nearly as much power as Schwarber, mm-hmm. but – I mean, I, I wouldn't be upset about bringing Conforto to the north side.
1: No, yeah. I mean, I think you said if doesn't, Correa doesn't doesn't work out, I think Story is like the guy you yeah, go after yeah. for sure. You try to see what you can get or see if you can get Story. Because of
0: the position? Just because of the position, Again, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I think that's the number one. I like I like Eddie Rosario, especially in the playoffs. Like, he was good. Great. And what was his last contract? We said it last time, like a year, $8 million, something like that.
0: Yeah, and I, wasn't he the NLCS MVP? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah. was.
1: Um, yeah. And, I mean, I don't think he's going to be – he's not going to be that cheap again, but he's not going to – you're not going to break the bank to bring Eddie Rosario in. He's, I think he'll fit in well in that outfield because, you know, the Cubs are just looking for outfielders all over the place right now. But obviously try, my number one, if Correa doesn't work out, is Story for the position. Uh, and then if you want to go a little cheaper, Eddie Rosario I think is a really good um, option on that list.
0: The CHGO Sox podcast was right before us, and they were pounding Schwarber to the Sox. They want Schwarber in a Sox uniform, and um, that that would hurt a lot of Cubs fans, too, to see him on the other side of town.
2: I would also, though, remember how much shit they talked during (laughs) his years with the Cubs and how he was just a DH and he can't play defense. I will not forget. You're not going to forget. You've got it marked down. Yeah. Yeah. Freezing cold takes great count on Twitter. <laughs> never forget, never forgive. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good crop of
0: free agents to to pick from. It's not like a bad year to have. We don't really know what the Cubs have. Is it 45? Is it 50, 55, 60 million that they could spend? Like, what is their free agent pool? But there's been worse years to be looking for a few player, you know, a player or two on free agency. I I, I like that they have some money and they can at least pick from this list it's it's a pretty good list the one we built i like that list yeah mm-hmm. and
3: i think like the the eddie rosario types we were talking about it before we went on i think kyle seeger who retired was a really like perfect option yeah, for this just mm-hmm, given right. his age but like rosario is one of those guys who you know i think you can probably get on the terms that jet is looking for short term maybe bump up the uh, annual value a little bit to bring him in but they're not going to break the bank and they're not going to affect your kind of longer yeah. timeline. I think there's going to be a lot of those guys. The The other thing, like I'm not big on it, but curious if they would look at someone like Andrelton Simmons, Jose Iglesias, a more glove first short. or in those short, two guys yeah. cases, glove only kind of guys. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know how everybody would feel about that, but they do still have to address at some point or not address, I guess, you have a heavy ground ball staff, especially those top three guys. That's a great point. They're going to generate a ton of ground balls. And at the moment, you do not have the defense to vacuum all of that up, right? They, they had a lot of success with that in 2016. They had one of the best defenses of all time. Uh, and Maybe they, the most
0: underrated part of that team.
3: Yeah. And mm-hmm. you had a pitching staff that was pound the ball into the ground They're going to scoop it up, convert it into outs. It works out great for everybody. You're doing half of that heading into 2022, but, you know, wisdom, good over at third, great arm, but Nico moving to short, not as good as he is at second. I think Madrigal's just okay at second. Frank, not the best first baseman. So you've got kind of a conflicting strategy at the moment, whether they decide to address that. Carlos Correa certainly addresses yeah. that. Oh, speak, but.
0: Yeah. yeah, speaking of, Nick wants to point out, did anyone notice that he put his house on the market in Houston? Yeah. Why, well, yes, we did. We, we sure did. did. So maybe he's not going back to Houston. You know, that's hopeful. Again, <laughs> I, we, haven't seen we haven't seen him out here in the I West Loop looking at correctly, places yet. But. Tin
2: foil, tin foil hat moment there, right? John <laughs> Lester yeah.
3: recently put his house in Wrigleyville on the market Uh-huh. It might just be like an easy swap talk oh, to swap. the realtor that, that happens, <laughs> that happens too there, like right, hey like, man like, rent my place kind for a of year a
1: similar money range mm-hmm. I
3: would imagine you know yeah. Rossi told me you needed a place it's a little nicer than my place in Ricky, I,
1: I but didn't life. know I've that walked Le- past it but. I didn't know that Lester put his house on the market I'm not surprised <laughs> that you knew that Corey like that that seems like a fact that you would know for sure I know everything Right.
0: right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, how about key pitching for agents because we also think that that's a place that the Cubs need to dabble a little bit in free agency. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we believe that position player with Correa, whoever it might be, is important. But we do think they need a starter we've agreed on, and we believe they need, because of Cody Hoyer's injury, a high leverage reliever being added to the team. So you may not get all three of those in free agency. You might not get the position player, the starter. You might just get one of the three. But if these are some pitchers that are available – now we had Carlos Rodon on here – and right before the podcast signs with the giants two for 44 million And a, a yeah.
1: player option on the second yeah. so I is that I would have given that him that deal in a heartbeat the, oh, if
0: you were the cubs you would have been cool with oh, that yeah
1: two year deal player cuz so? if he does the
0: Sox guys were Mixed on that a yeah. little bit. They were like they were pretty mixed. I would, and like, cold.
1: I would like that deal because if he does really well this year, which I think he will, I mean I would have given him the he's one He's healthy. Year. I would have liked the one mm-hmm. year deal better, but if he wanted a two-year deal, he does really well this year if he's healthy. He's gonna opt out regardless and right. try to get more money. So it's basically like signing him to a one year deal. And then if you know something happens and, and then you're kinda stuck with this contract, you're only stuck with it for a next for another year. And I does mean, the window I mean maybe then maybe next year you're stuck with it and then he Goes crazy again. You're, who knows? you're in a so. position
3: to take the risk. Yeah, if exactly. He's, yeah. If he's hurt or, you know, it blows up, you're not all in anyway. Yeah. But if
2: he's great, then, yeah, you've really added the, to yeah. the rotation. The Giants, they're kind of in this, like, weird situation. I mean, they were great last year, right? But Buster mm-hmm. Posey retired and their team's a lot older. Mm-hmm. He could go off, and who knows? Maybe they're trading him at the deadline. Like, that would be so wild. Like, I, I'm just – I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think it's going to happen, but it, it could happen. So, um especially if, like, they fall out of, mm-hmm. like, of contention. Um, but, yeah, no, I I would have been okay if the Cubs would have given him that contract, too.
0: I think it would have been all right. Now, again, if that impacted signing Correa or somebody else higher up, then I would have said, hold off on that. Uh, Joel Nielsen saying, please, please pass on Kenley Jansen. <laughs> so of our, of our little list of pitchers, although he might want, Bullpen help. Joel does not want Kenley Jansen. Would that be a bad signing, uh, on a reasonable contract? On a reason, mm-hmm. you don't want it. I think you're going to get a year. reasonable. If, contract, no, I don't either. If he
3: if he's got you know a no trade if he wants a no trade clause with someone uh, you know of his stature could certainly demand. It's it's less yeah. interesting, right? Because I think that would be kind of the you'd want that option if you're the Cubs. But you know we we just talked about this the other day. Like you don't have a lot of stability in that bullpen mm-hmm. and. You know, he's getting up there in age, but he continues to go out there and, and be really An solid. all-time great, so, honestly,
2: when it comes to what uh, he does. Yeah, a
0: veteran arm to that mix, whether, you know, I, we mentioned Tepera coming back and maybe recapturing the magic with Tommy Hottaby. And, you know, I, I don't know what the answer is out of that pitching group. Uh, it sounds like Clayton Kershaw, at least the rumors are, that he might be going back to the Dodgers. Um, we've said we'd like the Sheriff to come back, yeah. right? Yeah. But a, a veteran arm would be nice to add to the mix.
3: The, the only thing about that, though, is when you're talking about like, does one move impact the ability right. to make others? If if I have one impact move to make, I'm not signing Kenley Jansen. No. You know what uh, I mean? Like no. I'm spreading that around the offense. Yeah. Agreed. Like for you know, forget that
0: you can get especially if there's a no trade clause, then it's completely right. right. right,
2: yeah. right. I think Ryan Tapera makes the most sense of those four. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. He was he was great all of last year. Um, he was great with the Cubs and he went to the White Sox and he outperformed mm-hmm. even their fans' expect ex- expectations. So personally I'd love to bring Ryan Tapara back. Love Andrew Chafin as well. That guy's a vibe. But um because of the bullpen, but if someone could just slide in and take Cody Hoyer's spot for this year, like Ryan Taper would be that guy. Like he not only last year, but even the year before Ryan Tapara was like incredible. I and I Again, the Cubs just find a way to find these random bullpen arms, and he's a great example. Like, they got yeah. great value when they moved him to the Sox. I think they got Bailey Horn for him. Um, you just hope uh, it works uh, again yeah. because
0: relievers that are kind of like middle relievers and you're not sure and they come True. out of nowhere and have a good season the next year, I don't know what the percentage is, but just my eyeballs would tell you that it's probably not great. Yeah, I like, for I sure. mean,
1: I agree with Cody. I think to pair out of those, the the board we put up there to is probably the best like option to go with. I think um, it's not going to cost as much as some of the other guys. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, Taper was great last year, like you said the whole year and like, maybe, you know, maybe Rick Hummel was, maybe he didn't accidentally give him an MVP vote. on, uh, like, maybe it was, maybe it was on purpose. <laughs> and he didn't that want that people happened. to make fun of him. Like maybe, uh, you know, Ryan Taper was, was awesome last year. I'm like, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that MVP <laughs> vote was a, was for a reason.
2: Every, every time he would have a good inning, I would always tweet. Ryan Tapera got an MVP vote for a reason. Yeah, Commission, man, Commission. <laughs> every time
1: he he knew something we didn't at the time. Yeah. I'm
0: betting that uh, the Cubs will make a free agent signing as soon as the podcast is over. That's the I, way I've been works. checking Twitter. I was kind nothing, of expecting it, but
2: we I have uh, seen a nothing. I have a tweet from Hector Gomez. He says the Blue Jays, Cubs, Red Sox, and Dodgers have shown interest in infielder Jonathan Villar. That's nothing crazy, but. Sounds like a depth piece. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not Carlos Correa. It's not Carlos Correa. That's but not
0: the. That's not the signing that's going to get everybody right. running to and the it's gates not, at Wrigley. It's but
2: not tweeted by like Ken Rosenthal or Jeff Passon, But nothing against Hector Gomez. I I don't know him too well personally. So
0: let's just let's just do agree that a deal will be done this weekend with with somebody. I I, I mean. Right They have to get something yeah. done by this weekend yeah. they're
1: not gonna stay. they're not waiting
0: till Monday to sign no. somebody know, or or trade somebody. I think one of the two things will happen
1: before Monday, yeah. especially with Sunday yeah. being like the mandatory report date it gives you two days to right figure something out like you want you want as many of the guys that you're gonna count on next year there on Sunday ready to go at the beginning of spring training. when we saw that the spring training schedules out, the Cubs
3: are opening next Friday against the Giants, yes. right on the eighteenth yes. yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's kind of one of the things that stuck out for this process is that, you know, your guys showed up in camp today. So, obviously, you can't control when the moves get made. But I think if you're Jed Hoyer, Carter, and David Ross, you'd probably like to get some of this stuff ironed out, right? Like, kind of quickly, Ian Happ was was doing an interview today where he kind of alluded to, like, yeah, I don't think, like, that we have our full team just yet, but we'll see. And, like, on the back of my head, I'm going, well, I wonder if – You're in that plan. I'm not really sure about that. But, yeah, I think you want to get that figured out, like, by the time you're playing games so that stuff can come together.
0: Uh, We want to take another break to say thank you to our beautiful sponsor, PointsBet. Again, we're pounding Michigan State. Three and a half points we're getting. I got 10 Dollars
1: on
2: this, oh yes, ten
0: dollars on this. Stucky are
2: riding together tonight. It is incredible. So, and I'm a little nervous. If you want, (laughs) if you
1: want to join, if you want to join Cody and Grandpa Stucky on the was it Michigan State plus three train? You want to you want to hop on that train? No, listen up. If you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk free bets up to two thousand dollars. But if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, hashtag don't merch. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now, register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So, what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet, live your bet life with Points Bet. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Marcus Stroman at the end.
0: I wonder how Points Bet would feel if we played some inspirational music underneath that. You know, I feel like really get you going to get the app open. Go. With the code Maybe CHGO, yeah. so you get your free stuff. Uh, speaking of CHGO, we've had a great time. You know, this is we're a full week now, full week up and operational. We've got podcasts, live shows, every team, every day. Post game shows. The Bulls and Blackhawks are doing the post game. Thank goodness we're going to have post game shows for the Cubs and White Sox mm-hmm. coming up here soon. Uh, the Sky Podcast is getting underway. Uh, we've got as the Californians say, dope merch for every team for you. Free put shirts that, when you become a member. <laughs> Members only Discord the CHGO Lounge where we are working on a velvet robe as we speak. Uh, <laughs> we do want to point out that, and, and Clark, our producer, has put on his obvious shirts, T-shirt, Les Grobstein forever. Uh, Les Grobstein, longtime reporter here in Chicago, uh, passed away this year, we lost him, and he is known as the Lee Ilya rant guy. Now, the mayor actually made today officially declared it Les Grobstein Day in Chicago. So, for the Grober, what we're going to do, April 29th 1983, he recorded Lee Ilya, the manager, ranting after a game. He's the only one who had a recording of it was Les Grobstein. Why? Because Les carried a recorder with him everywhere for most of his life. I believe Mark Chiangreco was there, but Les is the guy that had it, and it's the reason we can all go online and listen to the rant forever. 38 F-bombs in a postgame wow, rant that. after the Cubs had started the season, 5-14, and 14, and the fans were dogging some of his players after the game. Lee Ilya wasn't mad, and Les Grobstein was rolling tape.
4: We're wired now and in, in a little difficulty. We've got all these so-called f***ing fans that come out here and say they're Cub fans that are supposed to be behind you, ripping every f***ing thing you do. I'll tell you one f***ing thing. I hope we get f***ing hotter than f***ing just to stuff it up them 3,000 f***ing people that show up every f***ing day. Because if they're the real Chicago f***ing fans, they can kiss my f***ing right downtown and print it my What, the, what the am i supposed to do go out there and let my players get destroyed every day and be quiet about it for the nickel dime people to show up
0: before the 38 bomb
4: that's why they're out of the game they want to go out and get a job and find out what it's like to go out there in a 11. 85 percent of the world's working the other 15 come out here the
0: So, I mean, that's just part of it. If you want to hear the whole thing, you can go online. And there's an unbleeped version if you really know want to know what he was saying. But, you know, forever thankful to the Grobber for that and for all yeah. the late-night radio that he did, overnights by himself taking the crazy calls from – crazy Cubs fans, Sox fans, Bulls, Blackhawks. Um, but that rant that he recorded made me think, what's the most angry you've ever been as a Cubs fan? I'm hoping that's as angry as Lee <laughs> Elia ever got. But do you have a point in your Cub fandom where you say, yep, that's where I peeked at my fury right there?
1: I, th- I think, and this might just be me, I-, I think you guys can all agree that this one sucks, but... 2017 NLCS was a game two I think or game one whatever it was when Joe Madden puts in John Lackey with yeah. Justin Turner at the plate and then everyone knew what was going to happen like I didn't even have to look at the screen to under- to know what was going to happen and then it goes and happens Justin Turner hits a walk off the home run off John Lackey like it's just like was it Lackey led the league in home runs allowed that yeah. year or something like that. He had that. never
2: pitched out of the bullpen out of in his bullpen. career. And, and this the- is John Lackey at the end of his cruise. Yeah. That home run was like the last. Like, the last pitch he threw. Yeah. I want to say that was the last pitch I he threw. I hope it was. But then, it was, ju- his and then it was Justin Turner. He already Turner. had his jewelry. Yeah, that's true. It was against Justin
1: Turner, who, like, became the best hitter on the planet, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. And you're throwing John yeah. Lackey against him. I'm you mad knew, about but, it. Oh. Hearing, uh, that was going to be mine. I have an older <laughs> one that I can go to. We don't but, have a
0: bleep machine, Don't start but, your rant. But,
3: yeah, no. It, it You you brought in the pitcher that led the league in home run rate, like, five <laughs> all per home run rate, and you let him pitch to a guy that was either at the top of the league or near the top of the league in the reverse, like oh. how many home runs go for fly balls. Justin Turner is like the poster boy for the launch angle revolution. Yeah. And you brought in a guy but, serving up home runs. And just yep. like, like you said, it's Ryan, a... there was one way that that, <laughs> that,
1: that was, there was it. One for outcome yeah, for so that. So you're that. taking the
3: same play. No, you know how Dr. No, Str- same moment. A different oh, one. you're not. You're not. I, I was going to say
1: that, you know, how Dr. Strange is like 14 million and six outcomes from the Avengers, whatever. There was He He went, Dr. Strange looked, there was one outcome. There was, a there was no outcome. other outcome. Yeah. That could no, happen. Justin Turner's one definitely going
3: to hit right, a home run. Corey, roll, what's man. yours? Well, so I, I would have said that, but I'll go back to my childhood. I just always remember this as sort of the moment where my mom must have realized, like, okay, we've got a problem with his affinity for the Cubs yeah. here. Um, it was the, I believe, the Cubs and the Phillies And LaTroy Hawkins was on the mound. Mm. Uh, The bases were loaded. The Cubs were winning by a run with, I believe, one out in the ninth inning. And LaTroy catches a liner back on the mound and does like a pump to first. And he throws to first to try to double the guy off. Now, he's never going to get him. Guy's already back at first. It hits the runner in the helmet bounces into the stands, two runs score, and the Cubs lose the game.
0: Hashtag that's Cub. <laughs>
4: yeah, yep, that's and I cub. think we yeah. had
3: like a, you know, a dog, um, like, great, you know, or something like uh-huh. blocking off a room that I, you know, probably picked up and threw across the, the thing. And it, <laughs> this is like, what, 2004, I think, 2004 or 2005. Yeah, right. So I'm only 13 or 14, but – um, oh. You know, similar That's to the, the last game. play. Right. I remember yeah. exactly watching it and just going, why the F did he throw the ball? <laughs> like, he was never going to get the guy. Me and LaTroy uh, don't get along. But yeah. <laughs> he made it up for us in 2015 in that early portion. Dexter Fowler, go-ahead home run. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of, and that was like one of those early you forgave moments. Him, then you forgave him, was yeah, in your Rockies? heart in Colorado. Yeah, yes. Which is so good. go ahead. Yeah. But it was one of those moments where Forget in 2015, where you were like, "Oh, this team is interesting. This is a fun team." Like, yeah. and that was before, of course, that are you know on pace to win 97 games. Right. So. right. All
2: right, Cody, fire it up. Oh man, so. I was when we were talking about it. I was the original one who brought that story up that Ryan. Oh, made. I so Ryan
0: stole it from two guys now, is, and then I now he's getting have on have a plane i Arizona. Not mad about that one. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's you a really be.
2: good one to get mad about. I would have now, said that regardless. I'll go back to I guess <laughs> my childhood uh, as well. Now I was in like seventh eighth grade when you know the two thousand three playoff run happened. So like that one, I was just more sad. I only, I don't want to say I was angry. I was just sad. But when the Cubs went to the playoffs in 2008, and I think it's the game that Carlos Zambrano started, and there was like a thousand errors in, oh. that, in that game, I believe. I I think that was the the first time my mom had to tell me that I needed to calm down because it's just a game. And I'm <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? This is the Cubs. We won 97 games, and we are. Shitting our pants on national TV right now.
0: <laughs> there, that's our Ilya rant. Our nah, first bleep right there. <laughs>
2: like, like that was one of I. I remember being so mad because I want to say that was like Game Three or Game Four. One of, it was because the Dodgers swept. the Cubs 08,
3: They don't. There is no Game Four. No. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Okay. So uh, it was probably Game Two then. And, again, I'm pretty sure it was the game that Carlos Zambrano started. And he wasn't even that bad. It was that every time the Dodgers made contact, somehow, some way, the Cubs just forgot how to field a goddamn baseball. And, like, it was like they it – was, it was literally everything that you had heard your entire life about how the Cubs were always choking the playoffs and how the, there's too much pressure because of the World Series drought and all this. They, they literally could not field the ball. It was one of the more – it was the first time for me, really, that I was really angry as a Cubs fan. Um, Pretty M- wild.
0: Marty says Milton Bradley when he threw the ball into the, into the bleachers. That was a big Yeah, one. that's a good one. For me, yeah. it's not even a play. I, I was trying to think about him like, you know what? The most angry I've ever been was as a young kid, I never got to miss school. Ever. Like, hardly ever. And my parents let me miss because one of my friends had tickets to a Cubs game for a day game. At Wrigley Field, and they were box seats. These were, you know, like, we didn't have the mm-hmm. money for for Cubs tickets in general, but, like, box seats was like, Mom, this is an opportunity. You 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 can't let me miss this. Like, so we, I'm riding in the back of a station wagon looking out the back way. I don't know. I'm just going to guess it's, like, 1980 or something like that. I don't know if the years line up for that. Bill Buckner at bat, and we're sitting right where the netting behind home plate, like, maybe – 15 rows back, starts to end. Mm-hmm. So you got a shot at a foul ball. Foul ball goes up off Bill Buckner's bat. I run over. It bounces once on the, on the pavement, goes up in the air. I reach up, grab it with my left hand, and as I turn around to show it to my buddy, an adult takes it out of no. my hand and starts no. running the other way with it. Did no. he get a few boos? Yes. I still, to this day, at 50 years old, have never caught a foul ball at a spring training game, (laughs) major league baseball game, minor league baseball game, high school baseball game. I have never caught a foul ball. I've never seen a perfect game. And I will never forgive that jackass with a mustache (laughs) that took that baseball out of my hand when I was like nine or ten. Like, that is the lowest of the low that you can get. And I, I wish it was social media days because I
2: could have grabbed a picture and shamed him for life mm. on social media. Find this man. Yeah. It's just like my Tai guy. Cubs Twitter would know all about this guy. It was uh, Kyle Schorber hit a walk-off opposite field homer to left field. I want to say in, like, 2018 or 2019. And as the ball landed, it landed in the basket, and there was, like, a kid or two there they're gonna grab it but my tie guy just comes down in there and just grabs the, the worst yeah
0: it's yeah. it's the lowest of the low taking <laughs> a ball <laughs> from kid. a little kid yeah. Stealing we out. gotta
3: get we gotta get stucky a ball it sounds uh, like yeah. you, you, a foul you gotta, ball you gotta heal at, that at, inner child have you ever we caught a get foul ball, a ball at wrigley i was tossed a ball between innings by heesop
0: Choi. i mean that Good kind of counts there. that that sort yeah, of i counts, still have but, it but catching a foul ball or seeing a no-hitter. Those are the two things I would yeah. like to do. Well, now, yeah. where I so, like,
3: my seats now are 216, so balls don't get back there. They gonna get happen. by the net. Everybody does the, the like, section, fake, you know, I'm going right. to catch it. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. it's
0: There it's was, back in, like, 79, 80, whatever that was, there was barely netting behind the plate. You were lucky you didn't get a fastball in the forehead, yeah. you know? <laughs> an, errant, an errant pitch from a Cubs pitcher uh, uh, into your grill. They were lucky if you got away with it.
1: I got, I got a couple of, of honorable mentions. Oh, okay, oh, like good, it. good. One— uh, 2019 and uh, uh, Craig Kimbrell against the Cardinals. Oh, it was yes. it yadi and Paul Young that hit on this like first two series? But yeah. It was that whole series, but that one, yeah. like, so, but they right? They lost the, like nine. The dangling in a row. arm yeah. was wearing yeah. thin at that yes. point. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, it was Kimbrel first pitch, or Molina home run. Yeah, it's okay, it's a and tie Dijon. game. Second pitch, Paul Young and then, and they lose, and that's just like, what the hell? What the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then uh, another one is, I mean, if you just want to go for the most famous one, Rajay Davis. I don't, maybe that's more sad ending than than. Yeah, no, that, that was more shocking. That, off, that didn't but, make me mad. That um, was like I'm, yeah. I'm being
3: sent into an existential
1: that, crisis like yeah. right now. That, and <laughs> then, like I'm gonna like, go jump into like Michigan yeah. type shit. Bro. And then this might not be a moment, <laughs> but it's just like a period of time. Just the 2018 collapse. Of yeah. the Cubs at the yeah. end of the season, it was just... If you want to it was, call it a collapse... It was a collapse, dude. They went from... First uh, board, they won 95 games. We can debate that another games. day. I wow. yeah.
0: will point out that Danny Murray says that they riding in the back end wild of a game. station wagon, looking out at the drivers behind you is such a vibe. We, Which is true. You guys don't even know. know what a station yeah. wagon really looks that, that like. Is, that even legal anymore? The, no, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> okay, legal then. Picture the family truckster from vacation, and that's pretty much what I was riding in backwards. Unstrapped.
2: Another, another honorable mention uh, to a 2007 Diamondback Series, first game. Carlos Umbreno has a gym going. They take out. Uh, Lupinella takes him out. And then after mm-hmm. they lose the game, and after the game, Lupinella says that they took him out to <laughs> save him or the next start or whatever. Yeah. And the Cubs got later, slept so we didn't even get. All right, never well, came.
0: <laughs> you know what we just did? We killed the buzz going into uh, basically what is St. Patrick's Day weekend here in Chicago. So Cubs fans are good at that. Yeah, we're at that. At that. Yeah, you know, we can, can count, really, count on well, us for that. Yeah, you, you can count on us for pain, that. I'm here, baby. And we've given you <laughs> a base now for the, for the low part of the day. Now, Correa signs, Michigan State wins tonight. <laughs> Gets me my Plus first ever legal half, baby that right. win points. As, back. as a
3: Michigan man, I have to at least I I'm like contractually obligated to. They could lose as long as I still win. Michigan State is
0: no. I'm okay with that. They can lose as long as I still win.
2: At worst, just loses by less than four points. <laughs> we can That's all agree on asking. that. Yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, we'll be back at least three of us, I think, tomorrow. Right, Cody and I yeah. are coming back. Hopefully, Ryan <laughs> is in Arizona by then, safe yeah. and all tucked into his. Fancy hotel that he's getting to go stay at. In the warm weather in Arizona. In the warm weather with stay. your sunscreen, young man. <laughs> <laughs> SPF 50. Let's <laughs> remember see. that. Uh, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by Points Bet. Live your bet life. We will see you tomorrow and hopefully after Carlos Correa signs with the Cubs.
1: Let's go.